I spoke with Professor Spurrier earlier this morning. Professor, good morning. Good morning. You're writing to parents uh, across the state, warning them of the dangers of vapes. Yes, absolutely. Look, I don't think this is an accident. I actually think our young people have been manipulated by the companies that produce these vapes. It is illegal to have nicotine in vapes, but when that's been investigated, we know that over 85% of vapes that have been tested contain nicotine, even though that's illegal. It's impossible to tell whether there's nicotine in a vape, and the labelling doesn't help because many of them don't actually say there's nicotine, and nicotine is highly addictive. So we've got a large number of young people who are in um, schools who are now vaping and they can't stop because nicotine is so highly addictive and the other thing we know is that um, some of those young people will then take up smoking so it really is an absolute problem and if we don't um, do something to reduce the number of vapes in Australia and I'm delighted with the Commonwealth Government's announcement to do the border controls but we also need to be educating our young people and telling parents about the risks of vaping and the other thing I wanted to stress today is I am not blaming young people because nicotine is addictive. Once you're onto it, it's very, very difficult to stop. We know that. And uh, so young people might start vaping. They don't think there's nicotine in it. And then they're, of course, because there is, they continue to have to purchase these products. Um, when they uh, don't have a vape, they might have withdrawal symptoms, which can be quite, um, you know, difficult. Like they might have trouble sleeping, might get anxious, irritable, frustrated, even angry, and then have these strong cravings. Very difficult to concentrate in class if that's happening to you, and you have to go and get yourself another hit from a vape. Um, so what we're doing is providing information to young people in schools with, um, of course, at the same time, looking at how we reduce the, the access um, to everybody in our community of these vapes. So these vapes, are the ones touted as being harmless, you, you're saying they actually contain nicotine and for people who think, well, maybe this is the way to get off smoking, I'll just uh, puff on a vape, uh, potentially they're creating a, an addiction for themselves, uh, especially if they weren't smokers in the first place. This is absolutely correct. Um, and so, of course, there is some evidence that it could be helpful for people that smoke for smoking cessation. But what we need to do that is put that very, very firmly in the doctor prescribed um, uh, smoking cessation aids such as nicotine patches and have the same TGA approval and doctor prescription. Um, and, and in fact, that's what our law says at the moment. But unfortunately, um, we have been duped in a way. Um, we've been manipulated because all of these vapes have come into our country and are now easily available on the market. And regardless what, of what it says, um, they contain uh, many contain nicotine and many a very high concentration of nicotine as well. Along with writing to parents, there's obviously a campaign, as you've mentioned, because I imagine if you're just writing to, to parents and parents are trying to pass on that advice to perhaps teenage kids who just go, yeah, yeah, mum and dad, yeah, all right, and then go out and puff away, I don't know, it's going to be terribly effective. Yeah, so one of the things that the the real um, uh, reason to put this in a letter is that if you're a parent and you find you, that your child's vaping, it would be natural to get angry. Now, I'm a parent. I'm asking my son, have you been vaping? Um, and it's natural to get to get angry at your child. But what we want um, parents to understand is they may be addicted to nicotine and they may need to seek medical help or this includes calling the quit line. Mm. So the quit line is now set up so it is, you know, um, suitable for young people to ring in anonymously and get some assistance. 
Yeah. Uh, really worrying about young children getting access to vapes. So I imagine like most poison situations, it's something that's been inadvertently left lying around or maybe parents don't see it necessarily as a, a poison and potentially harmful to a young child. But obviously you're, you're concerned it could be. Absolutely, and especially if we don't know how much nicotine is in the vapes because they ought not have um, nicotine in them. And uh, young children, um, they're very inquisitive and they also copy what they see adults do. So mm. we've had instances, and people listening to this might have seen this as well, where a young child finds a vape and then puts it in their mouth and inhales it because it's not the same as a cigarette where you actually have to physically light the thing. It's very easy to activate. The warning is clearly these things are dangerous and uh, all, you'd, you'd probably like to see them banned entirely, wouldn't you, as, as public health officer? Well, I think that's what um, the Commonwealth Government has announced, that there will be a ban on recreational vapes and that the only way we will have vapes in Australia is by doctor's prescription through a pharmacy. Uh, and there won't be the flavours and colours. And very clearly, this is being marketed to children mm. at the moment with, you know, candy-flavoured, uh, bubblegum-flavoured with the unicorn on the top, um, lovely colours. I, I just had a look online last night to see what was available. And again, um, uh, e even when I looked online, some of them said they contain nicotine and it's illegal to be selling that in South mm. Australia. So um, unfortunately, we've had a huge influx of this into the country and now we need to wake up and get on with uh, dealing with it. And um, informing parents is one of those things. And then, of course, as the Commonwealth Government uh, has said, as jurisdictions and the Commonwealth, we're all going to work together to um, reduce access. In your opinion, as a medical professional, if a vape didn't contain nicotine, if it was just, I don't know, bubblegum flavoured and that was it, and people were inhaling that, is that okay? Do you think that if there was such a thing and it didn't have nicotine in it, we would have all of these people still wanting to use it? Just think about yo-yos and other things like that, how short-term those sorts of things are. You know, they come in and, and they go out. The, the reason why there's been such a huge uptake is because of the nicotine in it. And it's impossible to tell, looking at it, whether there's nicotine in it. All right. um, so, so it's kind of a Trojan horse, if, yeah. if you will. Um, so if you can have a look at it from that perspective. And, of course, there are all these other harmful chemicals in these um, vapes. People think, oh, look, it's safe because it's not a cigarette. It's not safe. Um, it takes a couple of years, of course, for cancer to develop and, and other harmful um, lung diseases. And what is that doing to our young ones' lungs? Their, their lungs are developing. Um, and we don't want to wait until we've got that, that sort of uh, evidence. You know, as you said in the introduction, um, 30 years down the track, we find out all of these terrible things have happened to a whole generation. All right. So the, the campaign underway now, people can expect to receive a letter in the, in the mailbox saying uh, it's it's dangerous and stop it yes it's uh, probably more than that if your young person is um vaping support them don't get cross at them give them the support that they need to get off them and, and information from the quit line on that as well yes absolutely we've got all of that in the letter all right terrific thank you for your time this morning professor thank you